The last thing we're discussing was moving a ladder from one window to the other. We see Bet Shammai was Mahmir, Bet Hillel was Mekil. And we saw the Biduk opposite in the beginning of the Armasechet. Bet Shammai was the one who was lenient and Bet Hillel was the one who was Mahmir. And Rabbi Yohanan said that the Shitavi here, the Mishnavi here is flipped over and the Gemara pushed that away. Rather, if you're already asking questions, the following Mishnah is a question, is how do you pick the bird you want to shecht on Yom Tov? You have to prepare it from out of Yom Tov. So Bet Shammai says you actually have to pick it up. Bet Hillel just says you could just point at it. So you see Bet Hillel is more lean. And in the first Mishnah, the Masechet, we see the opposite. Bet Shammai is the one who is Mekel and Bet Hillel is Mahmir. So Rabbi Yohanan said, you have to switch the Shita, Legabe, how to pick out those chickens, that Bet Hillel is the one that says, oh, you have to actually pick it up. And Bet Shammai says, all you have to do is point at it. And with that, we are starting Tet Amud Bet. Last line, the second word on the line, which says, Vidilma, Vidilma lohi. Maybe there's no contradiction between the Mishnayot. The reason Bet Shammai was Mekel in the beginning of the Masechet, because there was a shovel stuck in the ground, and the ground was soft. But if there's no shovel in the ground, maybe you're not allowed and inami, or you could say, Ad kan loka amre beti Maybe the only reason beti lel said over here that you could just point at it and just say that this uh, bird I'm shakting, because all ideas mukze, all you have to do is just point and say, I'm taking that one and that one. That should be good enough. When you're shakting, just talking is not good enough. And that's why Beti Lel was Mahmir in the beginning of Masechet. So really, it's not a contradiction. Ela ikashya, hakashya. If we're already talking about questions, contradictions, the following is a contradiction. That Bet Shammai Omrin ennot lina ta'ali lekatsev alav basar. You know, take a wheat grinding bowl to cut meat on it, even though you're doing something without it, since it's used for something asur, and Beti Lel matirin. Beti Lel allow it for Yotzorach Yom Tov. Meaning, if you need a butcher on it, then you could use it. Alma, so what do you understand? Or here, and we have the problem at the beginning of Masechet, Ashochet Hayav Aof Bet Shemai, etc. And Amar Biyohanan, Muhlefet Ashita, Bet Hillel is the one who says you're not allowed to use that uh, wheat grinder for meat, and Bet Shemai says you uh, are allowed to. But again, let's push back. Mimai, what makes you say that? Dil Maloi. Maybe things are different at the beginning of the Masechet. Because the only reason they allowed you to cover the blood because there's a shovel in the ground. But if there's no shovel in the ground, maybe not allowed. The only reason they allow you to carry that wheat grinder for meat because it's still called the keli and you know they shouldn't call it mukze. Maybe maybe there's a reason to be machmir. You want to talk questions? This is the question. You cannot take the hide from an animal that you shakted on Yom Tov and put it on the ground where people are going to step on it. So this way it would work the hide and this way you could fix it. 
And only that, and you cannot pick it up. I mean, once you took it off the animal, you can't pick it up. Unless it has a kazait of meat on it, matirin, allows you to carry it. You see and Urminhi at the beginning of Amasekhet, Ashokhet Hayav Av Beyom Tov, etc. And Amar Abi Yohanan Muhlef et Ashita. You have to flip it over here uh, the, the, with the leather. It's opposite. You have to say Bet Hilel does not allow it, and Bet Shamai allows it. And the Gemara says Mimai. What makes you say that? Dilma Lohi. Maybe it's not true. At Kan Lokam Bet Shamai Hatam. Maybe the reason they were leaning in the beginning of Masechet Ela Chadika Dekar Naotz because there's a shovel in the ground of Ela Chadika Dekar Naotz Lo. But if there's no shovel in the ground, then it, they would be Mahmir. Even if you the Rabbanan, Inami, or Adkan, look up, maybe Betilel Hacha, the only reason Betilel allows you to put it wherever you want, because you could use it as a carpet, you could use it as a chair to sit on, whatever you want, you could use, there's use for it. Maybe there's no reason to be Mekil, and therefore they're Mahmir. If there's a real question, the following is the question. Once upon a time, stores were allowed to be open on Yom Tov and people come and take and they wouldn't mention any prices or anything and they would pay in a different way a little bit later. Maybe they'd pay double for something on the day after Yom Tov, uh, things like that way. And the reason Hachamim were lenient with it was because Simchat Yom Tov, we want people to have food on Yom Tov. Now, the way the stores would work is there's uh, where the door is, there'd be a board and you'd take off that board, and you'd put whatever merchandise you're selling on that board, and people would come and take. Bet Shemai does not let you take that board off, because it's soter, you're destructing, and Midrabanan, it's a sur, even in a keli, and therefore they're mahmiru. Bet matirin, aflehzir, bet not only lets you take it down, it even lets you put it back on. They're very lenient. Alma, gabesim hat yom tov, and over there, Betilil was the Mahmir one. So, Bishlama, Betshamaya, Betshamaya, Lakasha, I could explain why Betshamaya does not contradict himself. Over there, there's a shovel in the ground, out of Yom Tov, so there's what to be lenient about. Over here, you don't have anything like that when it comes to the boards. Betilil is contradicting itself. On one hand, it's Mahmir, over here, it's Mekil. So, I'm going to be Ashita. That it's opposite over here. You have to flip it. That bit Hilel uh, is the one that's Mahmir doesn't let you take off the boards, and Bet Shemai is the lenient one. Or you could answer Ad Kano Kamre Betilil Hacha. The only reason they were lenient over here, Elamishum de En Binyan Bechelim Venstira Bechelim. They hold this is a keli. This is not a house, and there is no building and destroying when it comes to kelim. Aval Hatam over there Shachting on Yom Tov. Lo, there is no reason to be Mekil. Now, the next Mishnah we were just discussing, a person is not allowed to take a chicken to Shech, let's say, on Yom Tov, unless he, sh- he picked it up and shook it Yom Tov. That act is showing that you were making, you prepared it. You can stand over there, point at them, and say, I'm taking this one, I'm taking that one, and that is good enough. Now, before I start the Gemara, I, I want to give a short introduction. The Gemara understands or has a tradition that birds usually uh, give birth to two birds every month, one boy, one girl, and it is called a Berecha, a group. And they start giving birth in Nisan, it goes until Tevet, 
And the usual way that the bird growers like to work is that the first children, they like to leave with the main mother. And the second group and on, they can just start taking because if the main mother has children, then she's not leaving the place. So Amar of Hanan Bar Ami, Mahloket between Bet Shem and Bet Hilel is Davka Bibricha Rishona. We're talking about that first group that is born, that they usually leave. The Bet Shemai Savre, Bet Shemai holds. It's not enough to just point at it. Rather, Gazrin and Dilma Atelim Luche. We make you pick them up before Yom Tov, feel it, agree that you want it, and then you designate it for Shechita tomorrow. Why? Just in case. Tomorrow you pick it up and you're like, hey, you know, this is too light, too heavy, too, I don't want this. And then all of a sudden you picked it up for no reason. We're not worried. Once you just point at it, that's good enough. But second group and on the call, Be'omed ve'omer ze'a aninotel sagya. Everyone will agree that if you just uh, point at it and say, that's the one I'm taking, it's okay. So it's really all about the first group. After that, uh, no one really cares. So according to Betilel, lama le lememar ze'a According to Betilel, why do you have to say this one or that one am I taking? Lema mikan aninotel lemahar. Just say from this nest, this group I'm taking tomorrow. And that should be good enough. If you want to tell me, Bet Hillel doesn't have this concept of Berira. Berira is whatever you do now shows me what your original intent was from the beginning. Meaning what you do now it just explains to me the, the intent retroactively. We call that Berira. So let's say Bet Hillel doesn't have this concept of Berira where whatever you do now tells me what you were thinking before. But wait a second. We have a Mishnah, If there's a dead body in the house, and there's a lot of doors to that, let's say there's four doors in the house, and right outside the door there's uh, vessels, kilim. Uh, so the rule is, whichever door the dead body is going to walk out of, that all the kilim over there are tame, even if they're not directly under that uh, the, the roof of that house. So now if all the doors are closed... All the kelim are tameh because the dead body could come out of any house. However, once we opened one door and we want the bed to come out of that one, then who tameh? Then all the kelim in that under that doorway is tameh. The other three doors will be tahor. If you're only thinking about taking the body out of one door, or there's a window that is four tefahim by four tefahim, and you could get that body out through that window, then it's matzelet al kola petahim kulam. That saves all the kelim by all the doors. And bet shamay omrim vehushi chishev lotzio at shaloyamutamet. That's a bet shamay says you had to think that you were going to get the body out of there before the dead person died. And because he doesn't hold this concept of what you do now shows me what you want before. Even after the dead person died, I can say, oh, I want that uh, dead body coming out of the window. And that will like retro, that'll be the better where whatever you're doing now by taking it out of the window shows me that's what you originally wanted uh, be, even before the body died. So you see, Beti Lil does have this concept of Berira. So why do they have to actually specify which one they want? When they just say, I'll take uh, from something from this group. So my answer is no. Hi, Tamara Allah. We learned about that Mishnah with Tum'ah. Amar Abba, Litaheret Abtahim Mikanul Haba. 
No, this is the machlok of Bet Shemim is dafka of making tahor all the kilim that are brought to these doors from that point forward, but not the backwards. Going forward, however, they mafra whatever was already there. Lo, they're not arguing, and it'll still be tamer. says even uh, retroactively, they're tahor. He does all this concept of brera. Vehacha, the, the difference over here with uh, with the birds. This is the reason why you actually have to specify which one. Dilma mitaltel veshavik, mitaltel veshavik. Tomorrow you're gonna to come over there. You're gonna to touch this one. You don't like it. Touch that one. You don't like it. Vekametal tell me did the and you're gonna end up touching things you're not supposed to touch or you, you didn't have, didn't want to touch. And then the, the whole idea of mukze. But the Gemara asks back. But didn't you say just by saying this and this I want that's good enough? So then, why don't we have a situation where you come, Yom Tov, say, I'm going to take something from this group, come on Yom Tov, say, I'm going to take one of these two things and pick it up. What's the problem? The Gemara says, no, meaning you know that these are your two birds that you're relying on, or these are your ten birds that you're relying on, and you're, there's no changing mind. But to say that on Yom Tov is a problem because you're going to come over there, you're going to want to grab the birds and you're going to see that the fat ones are skinny, the skinny ones are fat and you're not going to like it. You're going to pick up something that you really don't want to eat or you're going to come and realize that they're all skinny and you leave them and meaning, meanwhile you touched uh, everything uh, it's mukze on Yom Tov and it's a problem and uh, then uh, and you're not going to have Simhat Yom Tov because you didn't prepare it yesterday therefore Doing it on Yom Tov, saying Zeviz on Yom Tov, and you know, tell doesn't work. Rather, you have to do it. Me'erev Yom Tov. Okay. And the next Mishnah, Zimen Shehorin Watzal Levenim. A person designated black birds ends up uh, they're white. Levanim Matzah Shehorim, white became black. Shnayim Matzah Shelosha, two. Then also there's three in the nest. Asurim. All these cases, everything is Asur. If you designated three, now you find two mutarin. If you designated them inside the nest, you find them in front of the nest. Asurin. But if they're the only birds in the area, then they're all mutar. And the Gemara asks, well, if you if you designated black, white, white, black, pshita. I understand why it's a sword, it's not the same ones. Over here we're talking about a person who designated white and black birds. You wake up in the morning, you find the white ones where the black ones are, the black ones where the white ones are, and I would have thought, they're the same birds, they just uh, switched nest. Kamash Malan that we're not going to be lenient. Rather, Hanach Azdul Alma, or we're going to have to, we're going to say that all the birds flew away. The Hanach and these are new ones. The Gemara says, Lema Mesale Rabbi Hanina. So maybe this helps Rabbi Hanina. The Rabbi Hanina, Rob Vekarov Halech Achar Harob. Whenever we have a situation where you go by what happens majority of the time. 
or something that kind of makes sense that's a karov, because these words are karov, we always go by the majority of the cases. So this is a perfect example. The Gemara pushes back. No, you could always say, like Abaye said in a similar case, we're going to talk about soon, that there's a bedaf, there's a a board in front of the nest. And Hachanami over here, you can also talk about bedaf. There's a board in front of the nest, and birds come from all over the place, and they land on that board before going into that nest. So really, there's a rov and a karov that it could be birds from other places. So there's no proof to be Haninaz din. Next, asurin. If you put two and you found three, they're all asur. It's asur one way or another because either they're all three are different birds. Ha harinenu, there are three different birds, and there should be a sur. Ve'ilo harinenu, and if they're not different birds, rather you have two plus another one that came from anyone. Well, ha'ika hadim arav bi'u. There's one of you that wasn't there with them yesterday that's mixed up, and they all three are a sur. What's the reason we're not going to say batel berov? Because it's something that's going to be mutar tonight, right after the holiday. Okay, shelosha umatsa shenaim mutarin. You put there three, now you found two, it's mutar, my tama. Why is it mutar? So the Gemara explains, hane in huninhu. They're the same uh, two as, uh, as uh, from yesterday's group. Vehad minayu azalaman. One of them ran away, flew. So the Gemara says, Maybe our Mishnah that says, uh, if you find less than what there was yesterday, is like a bee, not like a Rabbanan. If a person left $100 of Ma'asr in a box, and all of a sudden now he sees 200 then is Hulina Ma'asr mixed together. Take uh, the nicer one, and that'll be Ma'asr Shani, and you transfer the Kedusha, and so on. That's the very B. Hachamim hold that they're all Hulin, because since it's not the same as what you put over there, we're going to say that everything is different, and therefore it's Hulin. If you left 200 over there of Maaser and you find $100, you have to say one, someone came over there, took one, one of them, and the other one he left. That's the very big. Again, whoever was there took 200 and left 100. Bottom line is you see the beholds, that's something that was there. And it's, and that's uh, that's the next day you come and you don't you find less you say that it's the same thing. The Gemara says no. Afilu tema rabbanan. You could even say our Mishnah is like rabbanan because haitmar Allah because an our Mishnah we said Rabbi Yochanan Rabbi Lazar the Amritavai they both said shani gozalot ho'il v'asurim ledadot. Our Mishnah is different. We're dealing with birds. Birds move around, and even rabbanan will agree that it could be one of them just flew away. And the rest just stayed. So the Gemara says, "Vela madil l'shenuriyala shani gozalot ho'il v'asurim ledadot." Why do you have to say that? That we're talking about birds that move around. V'haytumar alad he the Rabbi Yochanan and Rabbi Lazar. Then we say on that Mishnah with the Maaser Shani that Rabbi Yochanan and Rabbi Lazar both said, "Hadamar bishnei kisin machloket." That one of them said that the machloket is we're talking about two uh, wallets or two bags of money that Rabbi holds. That uh, someone left one and took the other. If it was one bag and it was 200 and then 100 was left, everyone would say, even Rabbi would say, it would be Hulin. And the other one of Rabbi Yohan Rabbi Lazar said 
Bekis echad machloket. Machloket is if there's one bag where there's two hundred, then uh, one hundred was left. Aval bishne kisinet. But if there was two bags, hundred and hundred, divrei akol manemu nachmanemu. Tell everyone would agree that someone came over there, took one, and left the other. Now according to the one again between Rabbi Yohanan and Rabbi Lazar, we're not sure who said what. So according to the one who said we're talking about two bags, hundred and a hundred, then dadot. Now I understand why we have to say, okay, over here we're talking about birds that move around. According to the one who said we're talking about one bag, but if it was two bags, everyone would agree that uh, one was taken, one stayed. Why do, over here, why do I have to say that the birds move around? Didn't we say when there's two bags, there's no machloket? So again, you could say the same thing over here with the two birds, that uh, one that there's no machloket, everyone would agree. So then why do you have to come and explain that birds move around? So Amar Here we're talking about birds that were tied together and the, the wallet, the, the money bags are tied together. And what's the difference? Birds, they move around and uh, the, the knot will be untied and one will free himself. But uh, the bags of money are not going to move around and untie each other. And Rabbi would tell you that sometimes the knots move around, they get loosened. And therefore, when you don't have these two together, you could always rely that uh, someone took one and left one. And we'll stop right here. Baruch Hashem le'olam. Amen ve'amen.